0: So, I would like to talk about my personal um, struggles and issues with tarot card reading because it's not really an issue or a struggle. It's a personal problem, I guess. And when I say personal problem, I do mean that it's very personal for me. And I saw someone post on Facebook a little not too long ago and she was stating she was telling you how everything that you want and everything that you can have is on the other side of fear and in today's society that is something that we deal with um, as well as uh, many other emotions Um, but I just can't imagine uh, my ancient ancestors uh, telling us okay everything you want and desire is on the other side of fear uh mainly because um, fear didn't exist back then because there was nothing that was given to you or told to you that you should be afraid of because um, why would someone tell you that why would someone who wants to see you be great uh tell you things to uh, be afraid of um someone that wants to see you prosper and wants to see you do good will tell you to, there's nothing they won't even bring it up. They will just tell you be great, trust yourself um If they're sending you off on a journey or a mission, why would they send you off on a journey or a mission where things will harm you and that you have to be you know not your true self to deal with. You have to compromise you have to um but then again, maybe that's that that can build a character. I guess, you know, if if someone wants to test your character and they put you in all types of situations to see if you will remember who you are and be who you are, then I can see. But even to me, that sounds kind of cruel, but that's just my opinion. But back to my ideology back then, I don't believe that was the assignment or the directions given. It just doesn't fit right with the um, order of things. Um, test I don't really know if there's a purpose for tests Um, if we're talking about spiritual tests I can only see the tests building you up which is what they do for most people who are strong and know themselves but the problem, my problem is Why or how were you broken down in the first place that you had to, you know, why? Why was this um, supposedly, you know, destined or ordained or orchestrated to happen? If you already knew yourself once because, you know, you can't not be created and not know who your mother and your father is. You know, and that's also in human terms, but I'm speaking spiritually. But if you are born with a knowledge and an awareness, um, obviously you had this knowledge and this awareness before you were born. So you're, you're born in human form and people say you forget. They say you forget everything you knew. But honestly, that's a conception that the human race has adopted Um, I'm pretty sure there's a lot of things that you can't remember when you were a baby like from the ages of three months to maybe two years old I'm pretty sure you can't recall every like circumstance or um, habit your family had or what you were really into or what you were thinking or what you thought you saw every single instance, I'm sure of it. So with that being said, since you can't remember every little detail from three months to two years, how do you know what you were born with? How do you know what memory you had when you slipped out of your mom's womb? You can't remember. So not to say that you didn't have one, possibly that you did have some awareness, but you can't remember you were fresh out of the waters. And then on top of that, you've been introduced to other things that you can't even remember you were introduced to at that tender age. So people say we forget, but maybe we don't forget. Maybe we're born with a certain awareness that we can't remember we were born with because it was so long ago. And then we've been through so many different things to overlap that and overtake that. And, you know, we just don't know anymore. And maybe that is the reason for uh, re enlightenment or re grounding, uh, reconnecting because you forgot. Um, maybe, just maybe, maybe you were born with all the knowledge you needed to maneuver in this space, and due to your parents' upbringing and due to things you were exposed and introduced to. It kind of erased that genetic memory and it kind of put your focus somewhere else. Maybe. Maybe nothing was there when you were born. This is all theory. Um, But the concept that when we're born, everything is wiped away. I'm just saying that's not a proven fact. People accept that because they say babies come into the world not knowing anything. We have to be taught everything. That's possibly true. But there's another side of that that is possibly as well we were born with certain awarenesses of certain things and senses and consciousness and then we're taught otherwise we're 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 given knowledge in other directions and it kind of overcasts the information and instruction we were sent with because we're all divine beings and we all come from um a unique consciousness and to just think that because you are uh transformed into a different form you forget who you are uh that doesn't make any sense um for example a dog is a dog right but that's not who it is it's what it is that's the form it's in it's a puppy it's an animal but the consciousness of that animal the way it thinks the way it observes things and reacts to things that soul source that's who it is so for you to for a dog for example to uh lose its life, and then transforms into maybe that energy comes in the form of a flower. Um, the flower is not the flower, it's the consciousness within, it used to be uh, connected to the consciousness of an animal, and now it's in the form of a flower, uh, meaning because it's no longer a dog, it, do- it doesn't have the desire to eat and uh, wag its tail, but it still has a consciousness, it still views things quite similarly if that makes sense um and it accepts things quite similarly without the physical attachments that come along with being a physical puppy but now with the physical attachments that come along with being a beautiful flower that gets rained on so um yeah I don't think that I I think that if you allow yourself to be suppressed then and if you don't stand in the true power of who you are, then all kind of things will come your way that aren't meant for you because, well, they aren't meant for your true self. Because you're not being your true self. You're being something other and all the things you're attracting are um, coming to the person that you are because that's how the law of attraction in the universe works. So, um, for example, if um, it's like a character. It's like, I heard Jim Carrey say, we're all playing a character. So, if a hooker, for example, dressed like a hooker, acted like a hooker, that's what she wanted to be, then her surroundings would reflect that. She'd probably be in strip clubs and on night corners and hanging with other strippers and hookers. That's what she thinks she is. That's what she wants to be. That's the character she's playing. So, she has to set the setting. Um, If that's not who you truly are then it's 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 a shame because you're only going to attract what you feel and what you are so just imagine if you played the role of being yourself which whoever that is you could be a very um enlightened person um supreme in mathematics you could be a very um skilled person when it comes to carpentry um You can be a whole lot of things at the core of your soul, what you're passionate about and what you're good at and what people will appreciate you for because it's a skill developed by you and it has your hand, your uh, signature, and your fingerprint on it. But if you don't know that, then you can't be that and you can only be what you choose to be or what others perceive you to be and then you'll attract whatever that character is attracting in their life. So... Yeah, I guess that was just a little rant, my little spew on um, I guess the law of attraction and also uh, just talking about uh, why do we have to try so hard to reach back and return and reconnect to something that we already are and that doesn't make any sense. So if you already are that and if you're already connected, why do you have to reestablish the connection? Because you forgot. And why did you forget? It's your fault. It's nobody wipes your memory. Nobody your memories no one can take your memories from you. Um maybe someone maybe can try or I mean, but no one can take away from you what's yours, but you have to claim it. If you don't claim it, then anybody can come and claim it. That's why it's very important to know who you are. I tell people all the time I use this example. If you if you were a queen or a king And um, you all of a sudden got bored with the job and so you left your throne and went to play around in the kitchen for a little while. And then someone comes along and sees this throne and they sit in it and they claim that they're king. And you forgot all about the king position because you just having so much fun in the kitchen. Then you return to your throne and now you're confused. You think that person is king or queen and you're a chef. And for some reason you're okay with that. You have to claim what's yours in order for... uh, it to be valid um, anything in the possession of anyone who doesn't own it is invalid and uh, anything that someone owns that is not in their position is also invalid so there's balance that has to be restored and when I say take what you own I don't mean anything besides yourself own yourself like who are you figure that out think about that Um, question it ask the universe and the ancestors for help and then once they help you realize who you are they they are kind of giving you a real key and clue to what your purpose is and it would be best to work towards that and um, ignore anything that doesn't have anything to do with you so that's peace that's harmony that's balance that's willpower that's mind control That's self-control, self-mind control. That's knowing thyself, that's creating thy reality. That is bringing peace and harmony to the planet. Uh, Speaking truth, living in truth, telling the truth, and not being deceived by what your five senses pick up. Because uh, you're picking up on other people's energy. That's what you're picking up on, with your five senses, and it doesn't belong to you. So to take that and to incorporate that into your being, You're literally acting out someone else's idea or energy or perception, which is a disservice to uh, the universe and to your higher self. So, And it's not easy because as human, as technological human beings, we are prone to uh, pick up vibrations and frequencies around us and internalize them. Uh, It's just that uh, we internalize them the wrong way and we pick up on other people's vibrations and energy that are not necessarily um, in alignment with God, with God-like. So you don't want to pick up on that. You want to separate yourself. Everyone should, you know, separate yourself from, from yourself and others and live the way that you want. And if everybody does that, I don't think there'd be any discourse, but You know, we are humans and um, energy is real. And so you just have to, you just got to be strong because everybody has the capability and the right to make their own decisions and make up their own mind and do what they want to do. And I feel that with that knowledge and that information, it's easy to do what you want to do. And if you are in fact doing what you want to do, you should have no problems. You should have no complaints everything won't be perfect but you shouldn't be complaining and if you are complaining about anything in your life it's because you are complaining about something that you do not desire and want because that's what complaining is it's 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 not happiness it's not joy it's why am I going through this why am I what you know asking all these questions and just spewing this negative frequency you know just if you're complaining and if you're not living a life that you want then Live the life that you want. It's as simple as that. And if you feel that it's not as simple as that, then that is your limitation that you, um, agree to agree to, you know, if you don't want to go past the limitations that you feel are around you because it's comfortable or you have doubt for whatever reason, that is your choice and that's fine. Hopefully you can work a way around that. But if you want to, um, understand that the universe is infinite and it responds to everyone then you know that there are no limits as long as you don't break any laws you know and when i say laws i mean universal law you know uh energy is real and it moves a certain way you have to respect certain principles because if you don't you can bring havoc on yourself and you don't want to do that. You want to bring blessings and peace to yourself and everyone else. And you can't bring anything to anyone else if you don't know who you are, thus knowing what you have to offer. So I hope you guys uh, heard some uh, positive inspiration. I hope uh, you take it to heart. I hope I've, I've uh, uh, said some things that at the least got you thinking about um Just learning yourself from within. So, thanks for listening. So, I want to invite everyone to an event that I'm hosting. um, Planning to be taking place on November the 1st. Um seats and tickets are $45 per person. This will be a live Facebook video event, a seminar hosted by me, yours truly. Um every and anyone is invited, um, male, female, um, anyone over the age of 18 who is into magic, manifesting, um, enlightenment, empowerment, uh, white magic, light working. Um, things of that nature. Um, I'm going to discuss three things in this uh, seminar or webinar. Um, Initially, tickets were only 25 because um, I was only going to discuss um, manifestation and how men manifest better than women. Um, I'm sorry, how they manifest easier than women because men do not uh, naturally manifest better than women because women are the water and we manifest way better than them. It's just what we choose to be attuned to that affects our manifestation. But men typically do manifest easier than women, uh, real men, that is. Um, So that's what it was going to be about um, at first. But I've decided to add two more topics to the seminar uh, for educational and informational purposes. So I raised the price from 25 to 45 per person. Um, this is some very important pertinent information. Um, I'm not twisting anybody's arm. But you will benefit greatly if you choose to. If you want to by um, attending this webinar. While we'll give you sacred information. And no, I'm not going to give it for free. So yes, you have to pay for it. Or you can keep learning on your own as I have. And I'm choosing to share it. Uh, at a price Uh, the other two things I'm going to discuss is um, how quote-unquote magic has become a new religion and it has you trapped in cycles Um, this is not a gimmick this is something based off research and personal experience and you may or may not agree but at least come and get the information so that you can tweak your own life and um, apply it to your own magic and your own intention and things like that. Um, magic has become the new religion, and people can't seem to say that, can't seem to see that. And I honestly think that that it, that initially led to the fall of humanity and put us in the state um, of where we are now. And I I, I believe people are making the same mistakes. I'm not here to judge or or dictate anybody how to live their life. I'm just trying to give you some keys to improve what you're already doing so that you won't make the same mistakes. Um, And last but not least, I'm also going to be speaking about, um, let me see, what was the last subject? Um, the first one was manifestation and emotional intelligence and how that affects your manifestation and how men typically manifest easier, not better, but easier than women. So that's the first thing. The second thing, in addition to manifestation and emotional intelligence, is um, magic and rituals becoming a cycle and keeping you entrapped in, in and really not um, helping you be free. Um, very important information um, that you need to come and get if you want to um, better yourself because some of you are trapped in cycles and don't even know it you think you're empowered and you're powerful because you're doing quote unquote magic but okay I'm not I'm gonna go there I'm not gonna go there because that's um, that's information for the seminar and last but not least the last thing was let me find the program okay here we go and last but not least i will be discussing oh right thoughts to reality um i'm pretty sure we've all heard it uh you know thoughts are energy and what we think about we create and thoughts create your reality Well, I want to talk about that and go into that deeply and speak about things that nobody else has ever spoken about, at least not that I've heard of, Um, how thoughts really do turn to your reality and how you actually created your own fucking self through thought. Um, You created yourself, Um, whoever you believe yourself to be, whoever you are, you can't give anyone else credit or blame for that because you literally created yourself through thought from your mother's womb. Um, and that just carries on into the, three th- the 3D the three world. Um, and and so I'm going to talk about that. And I'm going to lay out the keys and the information to prove how every single individual on the planet, uh, animals included, created themselves. Um, I guess uh, people say that's what make you uh, quote unquote God because we are self creators. And I'm also going to, like I said, explain how that carries on into the 3D dimension on how you can continue to create yourself and what you think about is what you get so that kind of goes all um it goes off into the law of attraction and i'm also going to talk about the law of magnetism which i believe people get it confused the law of attraction and the law of magnetism is two completely totally different things even though they're similar Uh, A lot of people don't talk about the law of magnetism, but the law of attraction and the law of magnetism is quite different. Although they're similar because you can attract some negative things um, due to the law of attraction. Um, But the law of magnetism and the law of of attraction are are two completely solely different things. So these three topics and subjects all correlate, uh, correspond, and relate Um, to um, helping you understand yourself and the universe better and and hopefully will empower you to have a better, uh, prosperous, positive, um, meaningful life for you. Um, One of my favorite philosophers is Abraham Hicks. Um, If you haven't heard of her, look her up. If you have, then you know where I'm coming from. Um, This is all information that I have gotten through research of self. Uh, You won't find this information that I will be presenting to you in this seminar, or this webinar, anywhere else. I promise you, I swear you won't. Um, So yeah, uh, come and join me. $45. uh, The program is um, expected to last anywhere from an hour to two hours uh, via Facebook Live. Um, I will be answering any questions that anyone has in regards to what is talked about or anything that is not talked about. If you need clarification, Um, just you know I might even bring some people on screen with me Um, it's gonna be some real good information so as long as you're open to the truth and to the knowledge I'm pretty sure it will help you because it is a fact so once again uh, tickets and entry are 45 bucks per person um, the webinar is set to take place I believe on November the 1st and I will stop accepting payments on October 29th so make sure you get your tickets um, I had an event recently about three months ago where I, I, I did something similar but it, it wasn't as deep and the day of the event people were bum-brushing my inbox trying to pay to get in and I'm not doing that this time so just let it be known that As of now, the event is set to take place on November 1st, and I'm not accepting any payments after October 29th. Everyone who pays will be directed to a secret group on Facebook. Um, uh, Only the people who pay will be um, invited into this group, and you will have access to the live, where we will be discussing emotional intelligence and manifestation, the keys to the cosmos, how and why men Tend to manifest better than women. Um, number two, um, how magic, quote unquote, has you gotten? Has gotten you trapped in a cycle and has become your new religion. And uh, point number three, um, thoughts to things: how your thoughts become your reality, and you literally created yourself with your own thoughts. Again, I promise you, this is nothing that you have ever heard before, because I've never heard it, and that's the reason why I want to teach it and put it out there. So, um, I welcome you, I love you, get on it, this is going to be a good time, Uh, $45 if you want that. Um, uh, Pay for your seat at uh, the Cash App, the the Square Cash application, at my cash tag, which is uh, the dollar sign enchanting marie one tell your friends tell people who you think can benefit from the knowledge and who just want to have a good time and here's some interesting true stuff that can um benefit everyone including myself and i hope to see you guys there on the facebook live as we dig into these three uh very separate deep but very closely related topics Um, One of the things I'm very interested in talking about is how magic has become your new religion, quote unquote, and has you trapped in another cycle. Um, Yeah, so I love you and spread the word. Uh, Share the podcast, share the post on Facebook, Uh, Maria Enchanting. Follow me on Instagram at enchanting underscore Maria. And um, I'm looking forward to a great event. Ashe and I'm in. I have something on my mind tonight, this evening. Something very deep and heartfelt. I want to ask and speak about the terms of love. I had a conversation with my old man, my ex-old man. Not too long ago, and he was speaking about how he thinks that him and I needs to uh, get some terms and conditions about our love, Uh, about what we were going to do, what we're not going to do, and what will be allowed. Are not allowed in our relationship, and he wanted us to sign these papers. He said, "I'll, I'll write some things down, and I'll send it to you, and you can look over it, and you can revise it, and write some things down, and send it to me, and we'll just go back and forth until we agree on a piece of paper that we'll sign, and this will be the terms and contract of our relationship." I wonder if is, is, is love is uh, definable. I used to think that it wasn't. And then I came to a point where I felt that it was definable. And then I came to a point where I feel like it's not. but I think that it is but I think that it's not I think it's one and the same I think it's both like the universe the universe is everything and it's also nothing love is hard because even though it may have one definition it can mean different things to different human beings and I think that love is best exhibited in a fashion where you, this is why it's hard. You decide what love is for you. You really need to think about it. You need to write some terms and conditions on what love is to you. Love is gentle, love is kind, love is respect, love is knowledge, love is wisdom. Love is sharing, love is selfish, love is checking your partner on their shit, love is giving them the space to fuck up, love is giving them the space to be themselves, love is providing for the family financially, whatever. Love is none of those things, love is emotional support, whatever you feel it is, for men and women. As a man, what is love to you? It could be simple, it could be complicated. That's your that's your decision, that's your definition of what it is to you as a man, as an individual, as a woman. What is love to you? Given and received. I think that human beings need to decide that for themselves. And it becomes very complicated and difficult because... You may not find another individual with the exact same definition as love you should. But I believe that that's probably maybe what possibly needs to take place. I think that every individual should think about themselves, get to know themselves, and decide what you feel love is. And then hopefully, in the world, you can find someone who feels the exact same way. And you can build upon that. Love is universal. One of my friends used to say. I never knew what he meant by that. We were only 14. But he used to say. Love is universal. I still don't know what he meant by that. What he means by that. But if I had to give it an educated guess. i would say knowing him as an individual the person that he was or that he is i would have to assume that he meant love has no boundaries love goes both ways love has no meaning love is love if i love you i love you it doesn't have a definition it's universal i love everything and i love nothing that's what i assume he means You know, they got some people out here in the world that think love is abuse. I've known someone like that. I've known people like that. I actually really have. I knew a man that actually exhibited and said verbally himself that a woman who's not willing to fight with me doesn't love me. That's real love. He said, that's real love. He said, I want a woman that's going to fight with me. That's when, that's, That was his idea of love. A woman that will stick with you through anything. Screaming matches, verbal abuse, cursing each other out, and don't leave. He said, if you don't leave, then you love me. And I do really believe he believes that. He thinks that and I you can't, I can't fault him for that I can understand I can see the loyalty in that but that in my opinion and so many others I, I assume is dysfunction but not for him for him that means that if you stay through anything then that's proof that you love him you know they got some women out there that feel like love is strictly financial and that's not a negative thing it's not about money, it's about being secure and making sure you and your children and your family are okay. That is typically a man's position. If he makes sure that the house is is, is good, the house is paid for and the the rent, the lights are on and food is on the table, that's definitely love. He wants you to be comfortable. He doesn't want you and his children to starve and be homeless. That is just definitely a full form of love from a man. There are some women out there who feel that love is purely emotional. Hug me when I'm sad. Lay with me when I'm cold. So needy. Not that that's a negative thing. That's comfort. That feels good. But there are a lot of people out there, some men included, who feel like that's the basis of love. Comfort me when I feel like being comforted. That's how I know you love me. Answer the phone when I call. Reply to my text right away. It's so simple but so basic yet it can be so complicated and capricious. So I've come to the decision that I cannot define what love is for every single person. I can't give it a universal, universal definition. For me, love is 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 I would say it's all those things, except for the fighting part it's It's something that can't be defined, especially when co-creation is involved. And when you're talking about love between two individuals, self-love is easy. It's easy to love yourself when you know who you are. And you know what you expect and what you deserve and how to treat yourself. But when you try to go out into the universe and find someone who's going to agree with you and act the same way and treat you the same way that you agree upon that could be tricky I guess that just goes into saying that love isn't perfect but that is perfect because I think that there's love in contrast I don't think that any relationship should be perfect I think that it is possible for a relationship to be perfect I think that two intelligent healthy-minded healthy emotional individuals could love each other and not have a single problem in the world. They could be both knowledgeable and intelligent and not have any money problems. There are people like this who exist. They don't fuss. They don't fight. All their bills are paid. They travel when they want. And it's just my presumption that that could probably get boring over time. It's just my assumption. Don't lose me. Think about this. And it may be hard to fathom and imagine if you're not on that end of the spectrum where you can imagine it or you can imagine experiencing it but i have been i have been there and i can't imagine it just think 10 years of getting along perfectly fine having enough financial stability where you don't have any any issues everything's paid for you get to go where you want when you want the world is not that big, folks. And this is just my opinion or my assumption, and I'm just it's just an example. I'm not saying this is how I feel set in stone. I'm just trying to present something to you to think about and give feedback on if you will. Appreciate it. But there's only so many times that you can visit Jamaica or Ireland or Cuba or Africa. Or Wyoming or California. Or New Paul. How many times can you keep going to the same places before you be like, you know what? I've seen this place seven times in the past four years. It looks the same. I, I know the food. I know the people. It's trees, water, and sand. I enjoyed it the first four times but now it's you know it's it's kind of like a, a house in my room. I can come here anytime I want. The thing about value is that something that has value there isn't a lot of it. Point blank period. That's what makes something valuable. If anybody knows or if anybody's familiar with the story of um, King Mali, I think his name is. Um, Supposedly he was a very wealthy king in West Africa some semi-years ago. He was a king and he traveled from West Africa uh, to Egypt uh, for some reason. And I believe he traveled on horseback with an army. And I think he just wanted to travel, honestly. And the thing about it was he caused an economic depression because he was so wealthy that on his trip from West Africa, Mali, I believe, I don't remember. um, What was his name? King Mansa Musa. That was his name. Mansa Musa. Forgive me. And I believe he was the king of Mali. Not one hundred percent on that, but anyway. Furthermore, he was a wealthy king, and on his trip from West Africa to Egypt, he was so wealthy he was giving out gold. Just wherever he went, he just gave it out, and he gave it out so much that it became valueless because everybody had it. At first, it was something that people valued and treasured because people it was you know it was people valued it because you know people didn't have it. And it was looked at something that had value. You could trade it for goods and services and things like that. And uh, and, in this time, of course, the wealthy had gold. So everybody wanted it. It made them feel worthy, just like how paper money, unfortunately, does today in America. And unfortunately, the story goes that he was a very generous man. And he just went out giving out gold to people along his trip. And he gave it out so much that almost everybody had it, so it didn't have any value. It's like nobody's rich, nobody's poor, like we all have these pieces of metal, you know? And I think that there's a, a contemporary lesson in that. Um, be careful what you place value on. And that goes for anything. But I'm speaking directly about this paper money that we seem to worship and go after people tend to make the excuse that well we needed to live you know it it helps us buy the things that helps us survive like it helps us keep a roof over our head and it, it you know food shelter and clothing right like that's I get it that's what you choose to be in tune with and what you agree to and that supposedly is the construct of society today and notice I said construct which mean it was built um but just imagine for a moment if i can just give you a peering into this contemporary lesson from Mansa Musa just a try to imagine for a moment if everybody in the world had money like literally if every single individual human being on the planet had 10 million dollars in their bank account if every single person worked hard or, or some won the lotto or some had money handed down or whatever however you got it you worked the 9 to 5 and you saved for years whatever the case may be of which it came about just imagine if every single person on the planet got to a point where we all had 10 million in the bank what would be your personal value then What would be your personal value? You no longer need to chase money. You have it. What are you worth? And if you feel you're worth something, why are you chasing it now? But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I'm going into something totally different. But the point of this is love. I think it would be beneficial if you sat down and you decided for yourself what love is. And don't be so rigid. Be fluid. Be simple. Or be complicated if that's your choice. And I'm speaking to women and men. Decide upon what love is for you. And then manifest hope and pray. And expect to find someone who has Who has very similar ideals. And then you can love each other. Because. I can't speak for every individual. But I'm speaking from a point of intelligence. Two people. Who have different ideas on love. Won't get along. You're just wasting each other's time. You're just fucking for a while. If you don't have a clear understanding. Of what you agree upon. What love is. And what you want from each other you're gonna break up you're gonna have problems eventually you're gonna break up. Life is short. Stop playing games. stop running around with these different women and these different men. Find someone who matches you. fall in love and 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 grow. That's just advice. I will never try any I would never ever try to tell any grown person what to do. I'm just trying to give you something to think about. Some of you may be incapable of doing that. It might sound, oh, Marie, is not that simple. I hear you. And for those of you who think that, and I agree. I agree. That's why it's self-work. What I do, my self-work has nothing to do with you and vice versa. But if you have that state of mind, that mindset, that's why you keep hopping from relationship to relationship being suspicious, not knowing what they're doing, if they really care about you or not. Please understand, I'm speaking to women and men. That's why you keep going through divorces. That's why you keep putting these innocent children in compromising positions. Come on, man. Grow up and make good decisions. Not better decisions. Make good decisions. Be careful not who you lay with. Who you be with. Who you give your time and your energy to. Who you give your time to. Don't go sit and have coffee with a young man just because he's handsome. Don't take a young lady out just because she got a pretty face and she seems intelligent. See what she's about. And after you figure that out, then decide if you want to take her out and give her your time and build. It's not about fucking. Fucking causes children diseases and emotional turmoil you could play with yourself you could buy a prostitute if you just want to fuck men and women they got male holes too don't play with a relationship under the guise of just trying to get sexual gratification and emotional satisfaction come on man if you want to be happy make decisions love is universal Decide what you feel and what you think love is for you and stick to it. The universe is huge. You don't have to be with a black man because you're a black woman. You don't have to be with an Asian man because you're an Asian woman. You don't have to be with an Indian woman because you're an Indian man. You don't have to be with a white woman because you're a white man. And the list goes on and on and on. If that's your preference, then you can Then you can. There's there's if you're a Caucasian man, there are so many Caucasian women all over the world, not just in your state or in your country that goes for any other nationality. I'm pretty sure you can find someone that you're compatible with that will respect your definition of love if you're just diligent, not lazy. And if you're stern and you can save a lot of time, a lot of heartbreak, a lot of confusion, a lot of emotional turmoil, you could build something beautiful I love you all, and I appreciate you. Blessings.